You know, last week we started our new series, and that series is Through the Water, and we have emphasized Through the Waters, and we emphasize the best way to start the new year is to start it with God. The best way to start the new year is to start with God. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, to start with God. You know, I mentioned last week, as we come to this new year, we are like crossing a river. And for us to travel to our, the other side, this 2023, we will be crossing these days, this week, this months, with so much uncertainties. Parang, para siyang ilog. Hindi natin alam kung paano kataas ang tubig, paminsan mababaw, paminsan mataas. But as we cross this river, this 2023, we need God's help. We need Him to lead us. We need to be dependent in Him and not on our strength and our abilities. And one way we can express our dependency on God is this, is when we pray. When we pray, prayer is vital to any Christian. A person who is maturing in the Lord, who is going deeper in his walk with God, knows how to pray. Not only knows how to pray, he practices a life of prayer. Kaya sa tabi mo, sa mo, pray. Now, look at the scripture. Both in the Old Testament and the New Testament, God's people know how to pray. Even Jesus himself prayed. He taught us how to pray in Sermon of the Mount. Not only taught us how to pray, he showed us how to pray. He prayed in the morning, at nighttime he prayed. He even in his busy schedule, he secludes himself to be with the Father. And also when he ascended to heaven, what did he tell the disciples? He told the disciples, he told them, he instructed his disciples to wait for the promise. And while they are waiting for the promise in the upper room, what were they doing? They were praying. Look at Acts chapter 1. All this with one accord were devoting themselves to prayer together with the, with the women and the Mary and the mother of Jesus and his brothers. So prayer is vital. If we decide to go through this 2023, then we need to develop a lifestyle of prayer. If we decide to grow in the Lord, then we need to pray and seek God's face. In today's day, our, in our day, day one of our prayer booklet, sa ating prayer and fasting, in day one, the article state this, and now I just want to flash and show it to you. Sa ating devotional, dun sa ating prayer and fasting, I pray that all of us be able to join. We say, it says here, Fasting and praying are often neglected spiritual disciplines, and only a handful of believers practice them today. Sadly, this exposes our lack of biblical understanding of its importance and impact. It also shows our neg negligence, revealing our pride, self-dependency, and our spiritual apathy. The church cannot be what God wants it to be until she is humble enough to submit to His Lordship and leading. It begins when we abide in His truth and our prayers are in accordance to His will. Church, if we are sincere in starting the brand new year with God, then there is a call for us 
there's a desperate plea for us to come before the Lord and humbly pray. Not just today, not just this week, as we have our prayer and fasting, but the whole year to establish that communion with the Lord. Because if you don't pray, you will be a weak Christian, a feeble one, easily be tempted to fall into sin. If we don't pray, we will not know the will of God in our lives. Mas importante pa ang TikTok. Madali kang makatangay sa mga TikTok. Alam mo yung ting-ting-ting? Pakita ko mamaya. Na-practice ko na. <laughs> I was watching that one. The eruption. Sabi ko, kaya ko rin yan. That's why I removed my Facebook in my phone. Madaling matangay sa mga bagay-bagay na yon. When I can use those moments to just pause and be still with the Lord. The enemy knows how to distract all of us. And we have to discern what are areas that we need to cut off if we really decide to walk victoriously in 2023. We need to pray. Therefore, I have entitled this sermon, The God Who Hears and Acts. And what we're going to do is to once again to look in the book of Exodus and see how God responded to the cry of Israel. How God responded. And look at how the Israelites responded back as God answered their prayers. And I want all of us to stand as we give reverence to God's word. We're reading Exodus chapter 2, verse 23 to 25. Let's read together. During those days, many days, the king of Egypt died, and the people of Israel groaned because of their slavery and cried out for help. Their cry for rescue from slavery came up to God, and God heard their groaning, and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, with Jacob. God saw the people of Israel, and God knew. Let's pray. Lord, I pray, God, that your Holy Spirit will just illuminate your word. Teach us, O God, and I pray there will be conviction in our heart as you steer our heart to walk like Christ. And Christ set an example of life of prayer. And may you develop in us, as we look into your word today, the call to pray, to have a lifestyle of prayer. Salamat, Panginoon, sa umagang ito. This afternoon we have... In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. You see, if you look in the scripture, prayer has many aspects and a very broad topic. Very broad and topic na prayer. So today, what we're going to do is to zero in specifically in the book of Exodus. Kasi maraming topic on prayer. And you will notice this in the book of Exodus, there's many elements where they would cry out to the Lord. Now, you must understand the book of Exodus is quite special because ito yung honeymoon stage. Why honeymoon stage? This is the first time where God will introduce himself to a group of people. In Genesis, God would speak to certain people, to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob, and not so much to a group of people. But in Exodus, God was speaking to them and revealing himself to them. Kaya ang reason why and a real a few themes that we can see in the book of Exodus is not just because they need to go 
to, be, to the promised land, and that's one of the themes, the main and main major reason of Exodus is so that they, these people, may know God. Ngayon, if you look here, as we ponder and study this Exodus, especially topics of prayer, we notice that these few elements. One is that when man pray, when God's people pray, God hears. And when God acts, tendency man reacts. Nagre-react. Especially yung hindi pa malalim sa prayer, nagre-react. Now, sabi mo, anong react? Positive or negative? It can be both. But look at this early stage of Israelite. As they're starting to know God, they often react when God would act. When I was preparing this sharing and looking at the text, few questions in my mind, these verses. First, when they pray and why they pray. We all know the reason why they pray, because they are in slavery. They are groaning. They are going to hardship. But I was looking, ang tanong ko, kailan sila nagpray? And if you look at the verse here, verse 20, 23, it says there, During those many days, the king of Egypt died, and the people of Israel groan. So, kailan sila nagsimula magpray with this statement? Yung namatay yung hari. Therefore, it speaks of what? It indicates a specific point of time. In ancient time, wala silang kalendar. Ang ginagamit nila ay kailan namatay yung hari, kailan nabuhay yung hari, Ganyan sila in ancient time. How they will trace namatay si Haring Ruel. Yun, yun ang moment nila. Parang ganon. So here, they specifically said, during those many days, this particular, particular king died and the people started to pray. At a specific time. Now, the follow-up question was, I was pondering on this. How long were the Israelites in Egypt? In how long were they being enslaved? Paano sila, how long were they enslaved? Pwede naman silang stay ng 400, pero 100 years lang sila na-enslaved. Pwede naman ganun, ano? Pwede naman sila 400 years stay, 50 years lang sila na, na slave. So, if you look closely in our text and other verses, it says here in Exodus 12.40, the time that the people of Israel live in Egypt was what? 430 years. So they stayed in Egypt for about 400 plus years. But my question is, how long were they been enslaved? How long were they been going through the hardship? Now look at Acts 7, 6. And God spoke to his, this effect that his offspring would sojourn in a land belonging to others who would what? Enslave them and afflict them 400 years. So, ibig sabihin, for that 400 years that they've been staying in that land, as they started to grow, they are started to experience slavery. Gets nyo? Pero tanong ko, ba't ngayon lang sila, in our text, ha? why did they only started to pray at this point? If I will look at the scripture, this is the only time it was mentioned they started to pray. 
possible, it was not mentioned, people started to pray. But bakit ngayon lang sila nananalangin? So for 400 years that they have been enslaved, what were are they doing? The only time that, they were, that was mentioned in the scripture that they pray is after the king of Egypt died. Catch nyo? 400 years sila na slave. Kailan sila nagpray? Sa dulo na. Walang mention na 100 years. Wala. Wala na mention sa text eh. I'm just following the scripture. Now this leads me to the first point. The problem. The problem is this. Man doesn't see the need to pray. Have you ever wondered, despite of them being enslaved for 400 years, despite being in a foreign land, they still did not pray? Of course, the promise of God to, to I think Abraham, he said, they will be in that land for 400 years. We remember that. But the participation of men. Bakit sila, nandun sila, na, ano nangyari sa kanila? Islave na nga sila, tapos hindi pa rin nananalangin. Anong root reason? What happened? Now, let me give you possible reason why they don't pray. And this, let me suggest a few. They don't pray because what? Because they've been blinded with what is temporary and what not. And they've been blinded with what's temporary and they have forgotten what God is giving them. Remember, these people, have, they have the promise of God that they, are, they have a promised land that what, what? Filled with what? Milk? They have been blinded with the temporary things in Egypt, that they have forgotten the promise of God. So, okay lang maging slave. You know, when they were in the wilderness, later part of Exodus, while they were in wilderness, naglalakad sila sa wilderness, alam mo, complain ng complain ng mga Israel. Sabi nila, alam mo, sa Egypt, may chow king. May, sabi dito, Exodus 16 verse 3, Egypt, we sat by the pit by the meat pots and ate bread to the full. Pagkilalapin sa Moses, nag-uumplain sila, alam mo, sa Egypt, may mala. Alam mo, sa Egypt, masarap pagkain doon. Bakit nyo pa ako din nila sa wilderness? See, they, have, they become contented and satisfied to stay in Egypt that they have forgotten that God has promised them a better thing. I like what Sister Julie said. This place is just temporary for us. Some of us are living in this world as if we are forever living here. What we have, ito magandang suit na to, bagong plan siyang sleep, mawawala rin. Our real citizenship is there. Many times Christians forgot that. They are blinded with what's temporary. They don't pray. Why? Because they've been used of living in that manner. That they fail to see the life that God is giving them. They will be living in that manner, routine na lang. Sanay na sila mag-enslave. Now, you look at, the, look at certain nation, my poverty. Why did they are stuck in poverty? Because easy poverty, they don't try to rise up. There's a few. 
May kausap ako lady, sabi niya, as she's look, as say, looking at this text, sabi niya, some people are contento na lang sa ganun na buhay. Mahirap sila, mamamatay pa rin mahirap. Maraming problema sa pamilya, kabit dito, kabit dyan, mamamatay sila puro kabit. Puro utang, mamamatay sila puro. Na-heart attack sa utang. They've been enslaved because they've been living in that routine. Bakit kayo nandito sa Singapore? Because you want to give the best, better future to your family, right? Some of us, I myself, are not from a well-to-do family in the Philippines. But by God's grace, He allow us to have it here. Because we don't want to stay in that poverty, in that situation. We want to go up. We don't want to be slave anymore of my situation. But these people are contented to be there. They don't pray because what? Thirdly, because they, they because this this is one thing they don't pray it's because they just care for themselves and not caring about the next generation they don't care about the next generation the reason why you, some of you parents are here you really work hard so that your children will experience a better future and you strive and work now if your mind is just for yourself you will not do anything you'll be just there stuck, but you would take whatever it takes to give the best. Why they don't pray is because their eyes are closed in the reality and their heart is not broken for what they see. They don't see the need to pray because they are contented to be slaves. No desire to be set free. When God is desiring to set free, God has a desire to set them free from that slavery. Ngayon, ayaw nila magpray dahil they don't see all these things. I, you know what? I thank God for people who pray in the church. I thank God for the prayer ministry who is behind the scene praying continually. I thank God for the parents who pray for their children, for the wives that pray for the husband, and for the husband that pray for the wives. I thank God for ministry leaders and care group leaders who constantly praying for the flock in their lives. And I'm continually encouraging all of us to pray. May we desire God's heart as we see the brokenness around us. And when we see the brokenness, it will lead us to pray. Therefore, as we look at this, there are people in our lives in a sphere who are living as a slaves. And we need to stand in the gut and pray for them. Let us not be settled or be contented, but rather pursue the things, intention that God has upon their lives, our family, our church. Dapat tanggalin na natin remove na yung katulad ng slavery mentality na ganito lang forever. Sometimes we will say ganito, Ganyan ang anak ko, lumaking ganyan. Kahit ilang beses ko ng pagsabihan, ayaw pa rin makinig. 
Pabayaan mo na. Have you ever prayed for your child? Some of the care group leaders said, ay, yung sister niyan, hindi numa-attend sa care group. Hmm? Nandun na lang palagi nag-ting-ting-ting-tong-tong. Pabayaan mo na siya. Never settled on that standard. Look up and said, Lord, this member of mine in my care group, I'm gonna pray for her. I know you're gonna hear my prayer and you are gonna bring her back here. Some of us pagod. Mag-lead ng care group. Sinong hindi pagod? O sige, bibigyan ka pa namin. Many of us are tired because it's not easy leading care group. It's not leading, leading ministry. But when there are times when someone is gone, what would you do? Do not panic or do not just be status quo. Pabaya mo na yan. Bahala na siya si Lord. Bahala na dyan. No. Come to the Lord and say, God, I'm gonna pray for the sister. Because I love that sister. Maybe you have a child that's wayward. Hindi na magbabago yan. Remove that in your lips. Remove that in your lips. There is always hope in God. God wants to set people free. God can change anything. Remove that in your lips. Wala hopeless na yan. Never said that because God can turn anything a mess to a message. Don't be have a slave mentality. And one expression we should have is that to remove the slave mentality, Lord, I'm gonna cry out and pray. See, the first problem, the problem is this. Man don't see the need to pray. Man don't see. But I pray that the Lord, this coming 2023, God will implant His heart to us. That we'll be broken for those people that are broken. That we'll be broken for those who are lost. That we will not just think about ourselves. What we're going to eat tomorrow? What we're going to get tomorrow? Saan tayo pupunta ngayon tour? Lahat sa atin. You want to grow in maturity? You're going to walk in the ways of God? You want to please God? Then think about what matters most to the Lord. And what matters most to God is to set people free. From the sin and slavery, and God call us living word fellowship to rise up so that we may be used to build his kingdom. And may many more people will experience his love. And one way that we can do is to pray. To pray. You know, I thank God. Because this group of people fail to see the need to pray. Therefore, God allowed them to experience that pain. I thank God that there are times in point in our life that God allow us to be in our breaking point. There are times in our life we go through crisis, a time in our life that we will be put in the corner. There are moments in our life that we'll be driven into the edge, katulad ng people of Israel. Because of the experience and pain that they were going through, they begin to cry out to God. And in the scripture show, that God heard their prayers. And this leads me to the second point. When man pray, when God's people pray, He hears. Sabi mo sa atabi mo, He hears. Stick that to our heart. This 2023, we're gonna have this faith. Lord, as we cry out to you, you will hear our prayer. You will hear our prayer. We are your children. See, look at Exodus chapter 2. 
During those days, the king of Egypt died and the people of Israel groaned because of the slavery and cried out for help. Their cry for rescue from slavery came up to God and God heard their groaning. And God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, with Jacob. And God saw the people of Israel and God knew. The Israelites groaned in their slavery and cried out. And their cry for help went up to God. The groan meaning, no, ito, they, they groaned because the physical distress. And dami nilang ginagawa. One, a few industry that I really, really salute ako is one sa hospital and one is talaga pag na, nasa, nasa, ano, nasa site, construction site, pagod na pagod. Sabi ko, wow, ang hirap. Now, I'm looking at their lives. They don't have all the machinery. They're carrying stones and all. But they groan because of the physical distress that they're experiencing. They cried out as an appeal to God because they've been wrong. Wala na naman silang ginawa. Bakit sila ginaganito? Hindi lang yun. Even their children were wiped out being killed. Massacre yun. Binatas yun sa Exodus. It's a massacre. As a parent, how do you feel if your child is lost? Masakit. They're crying for help because they know they cannot rescue themselves. They're groaning because they are a wounded person. You know, the expression that had these texts are telling us is this. The expression that the prayer is a desperate prayer. A prayer that comes from the broken heart. A prayer that is said in that person's heart that it is enough, Lord. Kailangan namin ang tulong mo. It is enough, Lord. We need your help. A desperate prayer. A broken prayer. A broken prayer that at sif may nawala. I was in Changi Airport many years back. I was sending a sister to the Philippines. Pray ko siya. When I was there, the reason why she's flying back to the Philippines is because her 22-year-old son passed away. Masakit. Dito ka nagtatrabaho, tapos uuwi kang ganun. When I was there in the airport with her, she's telling me the reason why she works is because for her child. And she's pouring out her tears. Umiiyak siya. And that yung iyak na yun is masakit. Because she lost the most important person in her life. That kind of desperate, broken prayer. As a mother, you know this. And some of you, Ang pinakamahirap yata sa airport, right? Buti hindi nyo binibideo. Mapapalayo ko sa anak mo. You know that pain? The Israelite cry out. They groan. They cry for help. But you look at the following verse. The focus now change. The focus now changed. The subject now is God. Look at how, what are the words that's used. God heard. God remembered. God looked. 
And God knew. As they would cry out to God. God heard. God remembered. God looked. God knew. The emphasis is this. With all the challenges you face, I'm simply looking at you. Habang umiiyak ka sa sakit ng dinadaanan mo, I am looking at you. Mas maganda sa Tagalog yan eh. Anong Tagalog sa heard? Narinig. Anong Tagalog sa remember? Anong Tagalog sa look? Nakita. Anong Tagalog sa new? Sa ibang translation, just look at the uh, Tagalog version. Naawa. It just shows that God has the full attention to His people. You know, in the New Testament, when Jesus was walking in Jericho, He was walking, and there is a blind beggar who's there. And the blind beggar started to cry out, Jesus, the Son of God, Son of David, heal me. Anong sabi ng mga crowd? Eh, eh, eh. Tahimik ka dyan. And then the text there, he shouted all the more louder, Jesus, heal me. With all the noise in the crowd, Jesus heard that blind, that, that blind beggar. Jesus heard that blind beggar. I don't know what you're going through, brothers and sisters. Some of you might be crying out for something. Going to hardship in our family. Going to hardship sa trabaho. Maybe you're broken hearted. I don't know. But you know, God hears your prayer. You know, this 2023, some of us will cry. Kaya sabi mo sa atabi mo, iiyak ka. Why I'm telling you this? Jesus said that in this world we have all the tribulation. I'm not a prophet. This we just this is second week, January 8. How many more weeks? May oras kayo maghanda sa Christmas costume niyo. This 2023, I don't I myself don't know. But I'm gonna prepare myself. When there are moments that I need to cry out to God, I would remember this. That God hears, God remembers, God looks, and God knew. Let's do it together. God hears. God remembers. God looks. And God knew. And that gives us hope. Hindi na kailangan yung last. 2023, as we go to the river, God knew. He knows. And it gives us hope. We have that assurance that God will take action. That He will act. And this leads me to the third point. Not only did God hear but he also acts. When God acts, 
man reacts. Why react? Let's look at our text. You see, when God acts and answers prayers, there are times that He may not answer them according to our expectation, according to our preferences, or he will, and because He acts according to His ways. Paminsan yung mga panalangin natin ay hindi according sa plano natin. Sometimes the answers may be delayed. And because of that, we get disappointed, frustrated, and we lose hope. Now, let's look at how Israel and Moses responded. How they reacted when God answered them. Initially, they were excited. Look at Exodus chapter 4. Let me read to you. And Moses and Aaron went and gathered together all the elders of the people of Israel. Aaron spoke all the words that the Lord has spoken to Moses and did the signs in the sight of the people. And the people believed. And when they heard that the Lord has visited the people of Israel and that He has seen their affliction, they bowed their heads and worshipped. Wow! Ang ganda ng picture. They responded in worship. Na yung prayer request nila ay sinagot na. Ay sasagutin na mawawala ni affliction. They will be saved from this slavery. So what they do, they bow and worship. And the following day, Moses and Aaron for the first time faced Pharaoh. And when they faced Pharaoh and said, they tell Pharaoh, uh, release, my, let my people go. May we worship. Ang sabi ni Pharaoh, sino yung Diyos mong yan? Mga tamad. Bibigyan ko pa kayo ng mga more trabaho. OT ka. Overtime. More work. You see that what happened? When Moses and Aaron confronted Pharaoh for the first time, their request for Israel to be released was rejected. And they even worked harder. Ngayon, pag ikaw ay Israelites, ano respond mo? Magtataka ka ba? Now, binabasa natin to as if na mas magaling tayo. Pero if you are in that position, dumating my message na your, your, your affliction, you'll be removed from your affliction, tapos the first next day, eh, problema na naman, anong nasa isip mo? You'll be like, huh? Bakit? Ito na naman, false hope. Baka, Gino joke lang tayo ni Moses o Aaron. No, you will come. Hindi ba to totoo o ano? Totoo ba to? Look at happened their reaction. Take note, God did not answer the right away. Huh? Look at Exodus 5. The four men of the people of Israel saw that they were in trouble when they said, "You shall not no means reduce your number of bricks." And your daily task each day. Twenty. They met Moses and Aaron, who, was, who were waiting for them. And as they came out from Pharaoh, and they said to them, The Lord look on you, and judge, because you have made us think in the sight of Pharaoh and his servants, and have put a sword in their hands to kill us. They start, they, 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 when they receive the answer, they worship and bow down. Nakatikim lang ng isang disappointment. Nag-react with what? Frustration and complaint. 
kinurse pa nila si Moses and Aaron. You know, it reveals, it shows their attitude towards God and His promise. It reveals their lack of understanding of who God is. They always want instant. Remember, God's promise to act is not according to our own timetable, but His timeline. Therefore, each time there is a delay, each time that you don't receive the prayer request that you're expecting for, each time you get disappointed, you know what you should do? Don't react, don't fret, but take that opportunity to come, God, because it's an time for you to grow in faith and to know Him more. Just imagine if God allowed them to be released right away. Pag sila agad, will they experience the ten plagues? Hindi na ma-experience yon. Pag dumating sila sa mountain, will they worship God? They will not because they have not seen His power. They will not seen His strength. They will not seen His might. They will not see who God really is. Kaya kapatid, pag if you're going to a waiting time, when you are waiting for that answer, for that prayer to be fulfilled, when you are waiting for God to move in your situation, pause and say, Lord, in this moment, I want to know you. God is giving you space so that when God will answer His answered your prayer, your, when you go to that place, when you receive that prayer answered, when you have answered, when God answered the prayer, you know, respond more? Worship. You will worship God. Mama, mahaka. Some of you are waiting for visa application. Some of you are waiting for medic medical test. Some of your loved ones are sick. Some of you wants to get married. Oh, hindi ko naman fino first kayo ha. And some of you are waiting for the loved one. Some of you want to go back Philippines to be with your family. Paminsan nagtatanong ba kayo kailan? But you know when there is a delay, it's a moment for you to go closer with the Lord so that your faith will be strengthened so that you will know Him in an intimate way. This is the Israelites. Now, take note, bata pa itong mga to. They have not known God yet who He really is because He's revealing Himself to them. Lastly, let's look how Moses responds. After confronted by the elders in Israel, Moses turned to the Lord and sabi, niya kay Moses, sabi ni, Lord, ni Moses kay Lord. Nag-complain din siya. Then Moses turned to the Lord and said, Lord, why we had done evil to these people? Why did you ever send me? For since I came to Pharaoh and speak in your name, he has done evil to these people and you have not delivered your people at all. Moses was frustrated. Because God did not deliver them right away. He's also frustrated. Why? Because involved siya. Nadamay siya. Nadamay siya sa problema. Kaya sinabi niya, me, I. But look at how he gave attention to himself. He said, me and I. 
me and I. Can it be possible that Moses was focused on himself and not the things that God is doing? Kaya tingnan mo yung sagot ng Panginoon sa later verse. Sabi sa 6, Then the Lord said to Moses, Now you shall see what I will do to Pharaoh. The next one, I am the Lord. I will bring you out. And I will deliver you. And I will redeem you. Verse 7, I will take you to be my people. And I will be your God. And I am the Lord your God. And I will bring you out into the land. And I will give it to you. What is God teaching Moses here? You're looking at the situation. You're looking at yourself that you have forgotten to look at me. Because it is me that will deliver these people. It's not you, Moses. It's me. You know, when you begin to look at yourself and you look at your situation, you're going to lose sight of who God is in the midst and it will frustrate you. But if you focus on God, not on men, not on the talents of people, not on the giftings, but you look upon God, you have that peace in your heart. Ayabang, later part, you see how Moses interact with God. Hindi niya na masanan sa nasabi ng me, I, seldom na. Nagbago. Look, when he was praying in the, in the golden calf, he was interceding the people. His reference now is you, Lord. This is your people. He's no longer involving himself because he knows it is God's work. I'm going to open my heart to your church. The reason why I'm, I'm, I'm emphasizing prayer for 2023, why we are starting with prayer and devotion is this, is because it's this church does not belong to anyone, it belongs to God. If you want this church to move forward, then all our eyes have to be focused on God, not anyone who will stand here. Because this person, this person is just flesh. The elders, the board are just flesh. But what we really need is God to work in this place. And for God to work in this place, people need to pray and seek Him humbly. Don't look. Yes, God gives gifts and talents. But those will just pass away. When we begin to look at our own talent, our structure, our resources, you notice what happened? The less we pray. Some of you came to Singapore with what? With nothing. But you prayed to God. Now you become rich. Hmm? When you came to Singapore, you were praying. You said, Lord, I pray. Ganito, ganito. You have nothing, but when you... Nakas, nakas, naka decathlon ka lang. You forget God. You only come to Him when you need Him. There's another story. Look how Pharaoh, uh, Pharaoh also interact with prayer. I did not include it here. Okay, maybe I'll continue. Pharaoh... You read, 
Sinabi niya kay Moses, when the plague came, sabi niya, Moses, please pray that the plague will be gone and I will release you. Three times he asked that. But what did Pharaoh do? He said, God, the scripture day, God hardened his heart, he hardens his heart, his heart is already hard. What did he do? After the plague gone, he did not let go. Hard heart. Church, for us to move forward to 2023, for your family to move forward for this year, you need God to be the center of all. I want to quote this E.M. Bound. He said this, Having everything else and lacking prayer, they will fail. Having prayer and lacking all else, they succeed. The early church started with nothing, but look at us how today, because they know how to trust God and seek His face. As I conclude, as I call upon the worship team, the problem we face to us, all, all of us today is this. We don't see the urgency to pray. Don't, it's not natural. We're being contented. But I pray God would just open our eyes to see the brokenness. That God would give His heart so that we will begin to pray. And when men pray, when God's people pray, we have that assurance that He will hear. And when God acts, Many times we react. I pray that the yung react katulad nila, but our reaction towards not answering, getting what answered prayer, our reaction will always be focused in Him, trusting Him. As I conclude, let me end with this statement sa ating our ating prayer booklet today, day one, and I will tell you a testimony. Tracing the scripture, it is evident that God hears the cry of His people when they are broken, desperate, and humble enough to acknowledge their sins, limitation, lack, and need. A great move of God in the scripture and even in church history was never manufactured by man, but by God's divine work. In all ages, those who carried out the divine will on earth has been people of prayer. People who are great and influential in other things but small in prayer. Small in prayer cannot do the work God has set about for the church to do in this world. These days, we have a sore need for a generation of praying people. A band of men and women to whom God can bring His most significant movement more fully into the world. A breed of Christian who will seek tirelessly after God, who will trust Him and uphold His word. E.M. Bound said, he reminds us this challenge. He said, No person is so high in position or grace to be exempt from the obligation to pray. No person is too big to pray, no matter who he is or what office he holds. No one is so high and holy in this world or so lowly and obscure that he, is, that he is excused from praying. Everyone's help is needed in doing the God's work. And the prayer of each praying person helps swell the whole. Leaders. Leaders in place, in gifts, in authority, 
are to be the chief of prayers. Chief of prayers. Who are leaders here today? All of us. You have your children. You have your family. You are leading your homes. You are called to be leaders. And we need to pray. I was going to end with a testimony. You know, the Living Words Fellowship, we all know the story. Living Words Fellowship started with about less than seven people, less than ten people. Ten ladies started this church, starting a small group, given a space as a ministry, just a few of them, but they know how to pray, they know how to seek God. They have nothing, but look at us out today. We have Ikea seat. But you know what? We have all these riches. We have all these facilities. Let us remember. With all these things, we will not move, but what we need is Him alone. Church, we need to be prayerful. We're going to take this seriously. Because if we want to move forward, need to humble ourselves to God and bow down and say, Lord, this is your church. This is your family. This is, this life is yours. And I need you for this 2023, Lord God. It's about you. And I pray, you're going to come to the Lord. Teach us to pray. I just don't want to go through the routine. I want a revival about you oh God let's pray Lord Jesus this message is to all of us to all of us here you know the situation that all of us are going through some of us have been Christian for many years but lack prayer some of us are serving in a ministry are holding position but lack prayer remind us God that the strength, Lord, comes from you. The anointing comes from you. The ability to do the work of your work comes from you. And the things that we have, Lord, comes from you. Oh, Jesus, our desire is for your name to be lifted up and be glorified. And it can be only done when our life is surrendered to you and dependent on you, Lord. Lord, revive us. Revive our prayer life. Not just for today. Not just for this season when we are having prayer and fasting. But we will take it seriously. To be in your presence. To enjoy, Lord, your presence. To pray. Not because it's an obligation, Lord. To pray because we love you. And we love people. Let's all stand. As we conclude, let's just worship the Lord. And let's sing this song in the Spirit of God.
we cannot do it and we need your spirit to work in us Lord baptize us with your spirit that we may walk on you each day Lord I pray for all the fathers here today all the husband and all the young people as young as they are church in Christ Jesus throughout all generation forever and ever. Amen. If anyone desire to be prayed for, you can come here and we're going to pray for you. And thank you for joining us in our second Sunday. May we go out and seek the Lord. Amen. God bless everyone.